Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Elle McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Beth Clary Schwer started Beth Clary Schwer Fine Art. Just how it sounds, but it makes an incredible impact. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local at indianaowned.com. Beth, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me on Local Matters. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be here. Well, we're excited to have you as an Indiana-owned member. I love your work. I've seen it for seasons now on HGTV's Good Bones, and it's so exciting to have you in you know, the neighborhood I grew up in, in Irvington, and it's just a pleasure to talk to you, and I can't wait to learn more about everything you're doing. Thank you. I'm glad we have that Irvington connection. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, Beth is actually in the same strip on Washington Street that my mom's business was in, in Irvington too. So we um, had some fun catching up before we started recording. Beth, for those that aren't familiar with your work, can you describe it for us? Well, I started studying um, with a classic impressionist artist, C.W. Mundy. He's a, he's a um, Indiana master and he's world renowned. And he taught me in the impressionist style but the more I painted and the more he helped me find my own voice, the more expressionistic I became, which means I just take it to another level of abstraction. And when you look at the piece, you'll be able to tell what the subject matter is, like whether it be flowers or boats, but it adds another layer of, I think, interest, emotion, and abstraction that, that kind of draws you into the piece. So it's not like a painting of like, an exact photograph. You have a lot right. going on in it. I I hope what you see is movement and joy. When did you get discovered by Good Bones? Because you've been on many seasons of their show now. Since season two, um, I had a studio at the Stutz building and I got an email from the design team and they said they had seen my work at the Stutz. I think they sent someone there to kind of check out the artists, the local artists. And, and as you know, Good Bones is great about featuring local artists and artisans. And so they asked me if I'd be interested in showing my work in their finished staged homes. And of course I was thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Did you have to hesitate on that one? <laughs> Not at all. So what is that process like? Do you have a painting that they choose? Do you create a painting for their space? What does that look like? Well, it's been all of those things. Um, initially, the designers, they'd work with Mina and Karen to create a vision for the home. And then they'd have colors and a theme or feeling. So they would either ask me if they could use existing pieces that I had, or they'd ask me sometimes to create new pieces or they'd show me what they wanted and let me take the, the creative uh, license, which was, was fun. Um, sometimes they would have a special theme for the house. Like, I don't know if you remember the episode where they found snakes in the house. <laughs> and so they thought it would be fun to have a painting of a snake 
in the house. And that was one of my biggest challenges. How do you make a snake look beautiful? Because I'm not going to hang my work unless I think it's beautiful. And um, a lot, it got a lot of mixed reaction, but funny enough, a, a viewer in Texas fell in love with the painting and bought it. <laughs> Oh, that's incredible. And then, and then there was a time that Mina and Karen each designed a half double next to each other and they had a design challenge. <clears throat> and Karen asked me to help her with the project. So she had a French provincial theme. <clears throat> so I did a whole series of French um, paintings of um, uh, Bessie the cow and um, sheep and wine fields. And so that was a lot of fun. And so it's been a lot of those kinds of projects where we've worked together or they've just come into my studio and say, oh, that, that one will work for this house or that one will work for this house. Um, and I've, and I've, it stretched me as an artist because I got to try new things, larger pieces um, that I've been wanting to try expressive pieces. And so it's also been fun because they let me on camera and part of my former life was being an actress. So really? it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Well, that's so much fun. We're gonna have to talk about that one too. But real quick, <laughs> I wanna know, how do you decide what you're going to paint? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, learning from a master artist, I learned what makes a good painting. Um, depth, light, color, design, composition, so I look for subject matters, whether in life or still life, that draw me in and excite me. If I'm not excited about the image I'm painting, I know it's not going to be a good painting. And so I have to be super excited. And a lot of times I'll use floral, um, beautiful floral arrangements, or I Florida and I take photographs of the sailboats on the beach or dancers. Um, I just did a series of um, ballet dancers from some photos I took of some ballet dancers I just came across in Michigan at a beautiful hotel. They were dancing at a baby shower. It was the most extravagant baby shower I've ever seen. <laughs> and so the, these beautiful girls uh, graciously posed for me. And I finally, I've had those photos for a couple of years and I finally added them to my to my painting walls. So how long does it take to put a piece together? I paint very quickly. Once I, the hard part is like you say, finding what inspires you, finding what you think is going to make a good painting, figuring out the colors. Like with the dancers, I didn't paint them lifelike. I painted them in golds and blacks and pinks and um, creams. So it takes some thought to figure out how you're going to lay down the paint, how you're gonna mix the paint. And all of that and the composition of, of the, the drawing and how it's gonna sit on the canvas, all of that requires most of the time. And once I figure that out, I mix my paint and I, and I paint really very quickly in a few hours. Wow, as painting something been something you have always done or I know you mentioned that you were an actress in a you know a past life what did you want to be when you grew up well that's uh yeah no I I wasn't sure I think when you're little you fall in love with your teachers and so you you want to be a teacher too 
and and I sort of always kept that because I felt like um, it would be a good thing to do. But then when I was nine, I joined the circus. I want you to repeat um, that because <laughs> when you were nine, when you joined the circus. The circus, and and fortunately, because I lived in Peru, Indiana, I didn't have to run away. Oh, from right, home. yeah. So Peru, Indiana, for those of you who don't know, has one of the world's largest amateur circus programs and a, a huge historical circus uh, heritage. And for Indiana's own, I'm going to plug the circus because it is just fantastic. And they do a, a festival the third week in July and they put on 10 performances from kids from ages uh, six to 21, I think. Um, and they have a big festival and one of the largest parades in the state. And you can find them on, I think, perucircus.com. Just, just a gem, but it changed my life because one, I think I got addicted to applause. <laughs> <laughs> but it just taught me, because I wasn't very talented off out of the gate. Some kids just, you know, they just were able to use their bodies and to get their bodies to do the things they wanted them to do. Uh, that I was not that kid. I had to learn how to do a four wheel cartwheel. But the, the more I learned, the more I thought, what else can I do? If I can do that, I never thought I could do a back handspring. What else can I do? And you see the older kids flying around the, the air of the circus building or doing double back somersaults or um, spinning around by their hair. <laughs> um, you think, wow, what, what do I wanna do next? And what, how, how do I get there? And you set goals for yourselves. And it, it, it was, um, you know, I look back and I, I think what a rich experience it was able to have that uh, growing up. And it gave me something to do um, every summer that I was proud of to do and just to, to participate in. And so I really think that was a life-changing experience for me. But so my segue then was into theater and I got involved in community theater when I was in high school. And I, so I was always in choir. I was never in art class. And so I never... <laughs> really had the opportunity to paint and draw um, until I was raising my kids and I raised six children, uh, my husband and I in New Palestine, and I really needed something creative to do. And I couldn't really get out and be in theater. Uh, and I had done some television commercials through Helen Wells agency and print model and so forth. And I even involved my kids in that with me for a while, but then it just got to be too much and too time consuming. So anyway, I started dabbling around in paint. And it wasn't until I was 50, which was 10 years ago, that, and my kids were a little older and I had some time and I could study with um, some master artists. And I found C.W. Mundy, who um, my brother-in-law, uh, collected his work and I saw his work in my brother-in-law's house and I flipped out I, I thought wow this is so beautiful and there's such expression and joy in his work and I wanted I wanted to learn how to do that 
And so fortunately he was teaching at the time and I found him uh, down in New Harmony once a year, he, he did a workshop and I studied with him for four years. Wow. And again, a life-changing um, relationship and endeavor. And so he helped me to find my voice today. He is still, he and his wife, Rebecca, they are still dear friends and mentors and he sends me his paintings on his phone, on my phone and I send him mine and we critique and encourage one another. And, um, you know, Indiana is such a wonderful place to be an artist. And there's so much inspiration too. Yes. Yeah. So much inspiration. Beth, what motivates you to keep doing this, especially as a business? Well, um, you know, I, when I started at the Stutz, I really didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew I wanted to paint. I had entered a couple juried shows that you sort of that for yourself as an artist. Um, and for me, I learned that a lot of the, the working Indiana artists, they enter juried shows and that's where you get feedback for your work. You can win awards, you can win cash prizes. Um, you can sell your work that way. Um, and you get recognition. And so I started doing that. I, and I was so fortunate because the first juried show I entered, I won best of show. And wow. that was so encouraging to me. It was the, the Will Vodder show in Greenfield, Indiana. And, and you, you talk about these small towns like Irvington and Greenfield and Richmond, Indiana and Brown County. And all of them have this enormous, rich, art history. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what makes Indiana so special to be an artist. But so, so talk about motivation. So I, back then I was motivated to get recognized by my peers, to get recognized in some of the historical jury shows. Some of these have been the Hoosier Salon over a hundred years. Wow. They've been doing these shows and um, the in Brown County, the Indiana Heritage Arts has been um, going for decades. And, you know, you get, and the Indiana Artists Club, you get to show your work at the IMA. If you get into the show at for the Hoosier Salon, you get to show your work at the Indiana State Museum. And the Richmond Art Museum uh, has another annual juried show. And so, that's what was motivating to me to try to improve my work and get recognized and then sell, try to sell your work. And then at the Stutz, they had these annual events where people would come into my studio four times a year and they would see my work and you get so encouraged by people's reactions to your work. And that's what I love. I love having people into my studio now in Irvington in my gallery to, to get their response to my work. And just the fact that someone wants to take a painting of yours home and hang it on their wall and look at it every day, is just, it's just such a wonderfully encouraging and motivating um, relationship. And I'll never ever get tired of it. And so I, I create because I love to create, I love to paint, but I also love to paint for people and for their reaction and to bring color and movement and joy into their homes. Coming up, the challenges and successes Beth has had along the way and what she wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. 
Local Matters is brought to you by IndianaOwned.com, where you'll find our members that are business owners who want you to know that they live here, work here, and play here. They're the business owners donating food to shelters, sponsoring the Little League teams, and employing hundreds of thousands of people in our state. Every business on IndianaOwned.com falls into one of two categories. They're either an original, meaning the company is Indiana-owned and operated, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain, or they are a franchise friend, meaning the franchise is Indiana-owned and operated, the owner lives here in Indiana, and is engaged in our community. When you see the Indiana-owned badge, you know you are supporting a local business. And we like to make shopping simple for you as well at our sister company, Indiana.Gifts. Every product you see on there from the coffee mug to the scarf to the candle is made by an Indiana-owned company. Take your picks, send a gift to yourself or send it to a friend, and know that you are supporting local along the way. And we want to thank you for supporting local too. Use the discount code LOVELOCAL at checkout and we'll give you 10% off just to say thank you. We've been chatting with Beth Clary Schreer of Beth Clary Schreer Fine Art, who started doing her business in, well, 2014, I, I would say was the start. And you just moved to Irvington in May of last year. Is that right? Um, I actually opened my doors officially October 1st of 2020. Oh, so, so it's been about a year then. Yeah. And it, cause it took, um, so I, I looked at the space April, May of 2020 um, because of COVID, the Stuts really went into lockdown mode and I, I had a feeling there wouldn't be a lot of events there for a while. And I felt like I needed my own space that I could control and work. So I, I started looking at Irvington and I hadn't really thought about opening a gallery at all. It really had not even occurred to me. Um, until I started looking for space and I found this space on this wonderful strip, the heart of Irvington. Are you ready for the Halloween festival? Well, that day happens to fall on my mother's 90th birthday party. <gasps> oh. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to be open for a few hours. And actually the guy that had the guitar store in my space, he stopped in the other day. And I had acquired a baby grand piano for my gallery. And I've had two musicians stop in and sit and play. And it's just wonderful. And Bill was one of them. And I'm hoping that I'm going to have a couple musicians playing in the gallery for a few hours that day. Oh, that's And then I'm going to have to, yeah. And then I'm going to have to close up and um, celebrate with my mom. Well, we're not going to blame you for that. We won't hold that against you at all. But that brings up a really good question, you know, because as entrepreneurs, we have a lot of decisions that we have to make. And sometimes we do yeah. have to pick and choose. But uh -huh. Beth, for you, what's been the hardest part about being a business owner? Well, just having regular hours, you know, as an artist, I'm kind of a free spirit. I, ha I still have um, some home and, you know, to try to find that balance, um, you know, once you start advertising hours from, so I did, I made the decision to be open 11 through, uh, 11 to six on Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to seven on Friday and Saturday, then I really have to commit to that because mm -hmm. people come, uh, sometimes from out of town out of, sometimes even out of state to see the gallery. So I'm committed to being open those days. So I had to find someone that would help me if for some reason I couldn't be there. Like this morning, um, 
I have my assistant there. And it's a good thing because some people drove down from uh, the region, Northern Indiana, to look at some art and, and the doors have to be open. And so that's, that's the, probably the biggest challenge for me is um, making sure I, I'm consistent in, in being there. Knowing what you know now, what is something you would do differently? Um, I can't really think of anything. Uh, I mean, other than cloning myself, <laughs> which isn't impossible. <laughs> right. But um, I am just thrilled with the way things have gone. And I, I love the space I'm in. I love the community that I'm in. Irvington is such a wonderful art community. And I'm surrounded by successful businesses and restaurants. And um, I, I have a beautiful space to create and show and sell my work. So I really am thrilled so far. And this year has, has been a record year for me. Oh, congratulations. I love to hear that from our members. <laughs> with so much uncertainty that we've had, you know, over the right. last, gosh, almost two years now. Um, it's, it's good to I, hear that. Yeah. And I think I'm fortunate because people are spending more time in their homes and they're investing money in their homes and beautifying their homes. And one of those items is art. Beth, what's been the most rewarding part about being a business owner? Just seeing it all come together, the vision. When I first walked into this store, it was completely gutted and had been uh, ravaged more by smoke damage than fire. Um, and the landlord, um, you know, when I first walked in, they didn't know what they were going to do with the space. And so I was able to work with him to create really just a big white box for my, for my gallery. And, um, just seeing all that come together. And like I said before, I hadn't really thought about opening a gallery, but the more the opportunity presented itself, the more excited I got about the, um, the opportunity to have a retail space and, and then how I could expand my brand, um, beyond just art. And I'm working on that too. What would you tell others that want to start their own business? What do you want them to know? Well, not as scary as you think. And for me, you know, I thought it was a lot more affordable than I thought it was. As far as my overhead, um, there was some additional expenses, but I knew that the increased revenue would um, balance that, and and I was right. It did. Why does supporting local and being known as Indiana-owned matter to you? Well, I'm just so um, grateful to be in Indiana. I lived in New York City for a while. And I realized there that all that glittered wasn't gold and that most people really just wanted a, a nice place to raise their family. They ended up finding us in the country somewhere and driving two hours every weekend to get out of the city. And I realized that we all have that here in Indiana. We have a wonderful, beautiful landscape um, I was raised in the Wabash Valley, and I'm just now realizing the beauty that surrounded me all the time. And um, also, 
I think it's just such a balance, especially in the Annapolis area. We have so many beautiful museums and opportunities. And exact, actually, Indiana is one of the top states in art sales in the country. I think it's in the top five. Wow. Maybe number two or three. And we have such support uh, for the arts. And just growing up, from a little girl in Peru, Indiana, and, you know, the opportunities that have presented itself for me from being in the circus to being in television commercials with Helen Wells, and then uh, learning art down in New Harmony, Indiana, through master artists to um, owning my own business and being on a national television show that's being filmed here in the city, it's crazy that, you know, no one would have really believed those opportunities existed. I, you know, and it's just been a progression, um, but I couldn't have dreamed of a better life right here in Indiana. Beth, you have an incredible story. I want more people to see your work. Besides indianaowned.com, where do we find out more about you and how do we support your business? Wow, well, thank you so much. Um, I have a website. It's bethclaryschweer.com or, or bethschweer.com. Um, if you Google me, you Google Beth Clary, you Google Good Bones Beth, <laughs> it'll come up. Um, I have... A- a storefront gallery in Irvington, right on Washington street, right between Giacomo's pizza, which is awesome pizza, as you can probably well attest mm-hmm. to. Cheese Louise <laughs> is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Slaughterhouse Five. Mm. Um, and then, and Black Acre Brewery, which is on the other side. There's Black Sheep Gifts. You know, it's just a wonderful strip. So I'm I'm nestled right in a wonderful space right there on, on Washington Street. There's parking in the front, parking in the back, and it's free. And I'm open um, Wednesday, Wednesday through Saturday, 11 to 6 and 11 to 7. I do First Friday events every first Friday of the month from 5 to 10, except January, where I will be taking pictures of sailboats in Florida. Can't blame you there. <laughs> and spending time on the beach. <laughs> Beth, thank you so much, much for being our guest today on Local Matters. And thank you for doing your part to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. And thank you for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana Owned and Indiana.Gifts. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Learn more about Why Local Matters at indianaowned.com. And if you are an Indiana business owner, join our community at indianaowned.com slash apply. I'm Mel McMahon. And until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local now at indianaowned.com.